Good morning. It's Iowimala. It's Friday. Very rainy outside here. Kind of thundery. Light, not 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 thunder, but a lot of no, a lot of a lot of thunder. I don't see much lightning. Um, so hope you're so hope you're you're having either needed rain or uh, you're feeling cozy, like it's a day you can spend inside, and you you're appreciating that, or. You're, you may be in totally different weather, so a different situation altogether. Uh, it feels it feels a little bit nice this morning, just because I woke up to a, a had just enough time to feed my squirrels and chipmunks and birds outside. Came back in, and before I knew it, it was raining. So it doesn't seem to bother them at all, though. That's good. So let's start out the day with our uh, My Wish. Let's do that together so we can, if you haven't memorized it yet, you'll be uh, back back in the saddle with it. And remember, this My Wish is part of the, is from Shanti Dewa, an 8th century Buddhist monk in India. And um, this is part of part of writing from Shanti Deva, just a small, uh, extract and i think it fits beautifully for the times we're living in right now it's it seems always appropriate when we think about uh, what we want the compassion we feel towards the world but it's especially now i think it just is heightened and when i opened a book this morning the first thing that just fell out of the book was one of the blessing cards that uh that I was able to put together with a committee at Blue Lotus Temple. And it was originally to have blessing cards to give to the detained immigrants at the county jail. And now we have them in French and Spanish and England, English. And we haven't been able to, all the cards were ready in French and Spanish and lovely little packs to sell at the temple to support the printing that our committee was doing at the temple. Uh, we never got to put them up because we closed. It was right as the pandemic started. But we have the English ones there. And what they are, when I volunteered at the jail, right now we can't go to the jail, but when we were going to the jail, uh, the Catholics always had the beautiful blessing cards, prayer cards. And I'd never been a Catholic I've been to a lot of other things, but never, almost, but never a Catholic. And I always have loved the little prayer cards. And so the committee at Blue Lotus and I put together a set with all of the seven wishes and bless, and the, 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 uh, the blessings, the prayers for the people who need protection and our compassion. We made a separate card for each line of the, my wish. And then we found a picture that we thought would be something someone could look at in their cell and have a feeling for that line or a feeling of the outdoors, something that they were unable to to have, and some color and some light in their room or their, their bed, by their bed. And they were very popular. At the jails, they were. Uh, we we ran out of. We had thousands, made thousands of the cards, and uh, the English ones were picked up very quickly by the volunteers. And then we printed the Spanish ones, and we had just distributed some of those, and then French, 
but they haven't, they're sitting, most of them are in my closet and some are already packaged in the little organza bags that we put seven of them to match all the lines in a little package that we were wanting to sell at the temple to raise money to print more of the cards. But it has my wish on the back. Each one of the cards has my wish. And so they're wonderful to hand out to people. And they fit per perfectly in, the, in a wallet or a pocket. And our printer suggested this size because, and it's, it's a typical size for a prayer card. She's, she said, this is something someone can take with them everywhere they go. And we know that when the detained immigrants are, are uh, sent back to countries where they, either going back home where they have so much to remember about the time that they've, they've spent in, detain, in detainment, but so many of them are sent back to countries where they might never have lived or where they don't no longer have family. But to have something like this in their pocket or in their wallet that just gives them a, can give them a sense that there are people who care and that there is, uh, there is light in the world and there are people who, who are trying to do the best they can do. And so it's so wonderful to have this just drop, drop in my lap this morning. And that's the same, my wish that we'll, we're learning and reading together now every morning. So let's start with that, and then we'll talk a little bit, and we'll end the meditation this morning with the same, the same my wish. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. It's beautiful. Uh, and some of us might be thinking we didn't have to look very far during this pandemic to be, to be a servant to all in need. Because for many of you, you had your families right there at home. And you could see when they were needing something. Or you could see your friends who you were just having uh, sporadic contact with. But you could see what their needs were. You could see what they were going through. And uh, you, could be, you could be there for them. And hopefully that's, that's how you experienced it too. That it was a wonderful time for you. That it is and has been a a really powerful time for you to practice compassion and understanding. And hopefully every day has been a challenge for your practice and one that maybe some days you felt like you did a great job, other days not so sure. But every day you could start over again and not carry any remorse or guilt about the day before. But every day we can start over. Um, and remember that about everything we're going through right now. Whatever you've been through, we can't drag things around with us that we aren't feeling good about or that we have uh, difficult emotions over or we have anger around or sadness around. It's really important for us to get that cleared away 
and that we deal with it and then let it go so we can start we can start fresh and and I see that in my own life I had I did something if, uh, several weeks ago that that in for afterthought I really thought I shouldn't have done that I did it in a, being in a hurry to get something to someone and cut some corners that I shouldn't have cut to, to just produce something quickly. And it, it ended up not being the right, right choice. And it, if I had let myself think about it longer, maybe I would have been more aware of that. But uh, afterwards, I had to, I apologized and I had, had to then begin the mo- most difficult part of the process was to let it go. Apology was accepted. There was no no harm done, no no harm, no foul. And I think everything ended up being okay. You know, it was caught quickly enough. I was able to kind of undo what I had done. And it was a minor thing, but it it really bothered me more. It, It bothered me, and I've been having a hard time letting it go. So I've been thinking again about how important it is for us to be able to let go of the things that that uh, we are clinging to that are about uh, remorse or feeling bad about something or a decision we've made in the past. By clinging to that, it's, it's, uh, it's not letting us move on to better things. And it's not helpful to anyone because it's certainly... If the person we've apologized to has said, oh, that's fine, you know, there's no problem, Everything's, everything is good again, um, we need to let it go. And we need to just, just be aware of it in the future in terms of lesson learned. So those things that we carry around, even if we think uh, maybe we need to because we feel bad that we made a silly mistake or even a just a very... Uh, a careless word, um, but when we don't let those things go, we are causing more suffering for ourselves, and we're really not recognizing how important it is to let it go, because it, it impedes our progress, it impedes what we do in the future, and it may cause us to kind of retract and uh, become more uh, fearful about making any decision or fearful about making a move when we may need to make a move and we can't cover every single base and you know the time we're allotted what we have to go forward with is knowing well that's a mistake I'm not going to make again and uh, and be clear about that and then let it go because it's only creating suffering for us and it's it's a uh, it's slowing us down in terms of the things we need to be. We need to be bringing in more wholesome, skillful thinking and thoughts, not a lot of little pockets of uh, guilt or remorse or, oh, I'm a terrible person. That's not good. That's not helpful at all. So I'm sure we have, you may have plenty of those moments, and some of us have a, have a really good uh, system of keeping them keeping them sort of behind the screen until we really want to beat on ourselves and we can start pulling pulling those moments out. And um, we need to take care of them. We need to work through our own emotions about them. 
If we need to make amends to someone, we need to do that. But most importantly, we need to then let it go. And we can make a commitment to ourselves. Okay, lesson learned about this. That was, that was not how I want to be in the world. And, and move forward. And, and that's, that's all we need. We don't need to, to uh, chop off an arm or something. So we're constantly reminded visually of, of a boo-boo we made. So being close with our loved ones and being quarantined with them, I'm sure it, it, we've all had moments where it hasn't brought out the best in us. And uh, let's, we need to get on with forgiving ourselves because there's so much more that we can be doing and doing with our, our mind power. <laughs> so when we're loosening those knots when we sit and uh, when we're watching things arise that we may have hidden from ourselves, those things will come up, and it's okay to let them go. It's okay if lessons been learned, the right steps have been taken to undo anything that that uh, that you did need to undo, and uh, move forward. Okay, it's important. So, let's sit today, and I did want to report Patty Erickson's mom is. I mentioned her yesterday, and her mom is. Uh, her mom did have to go to the hospital, just but she's but she's on her way home, and she doesn't have the coronavirus, and she is she doesn't have COVID nineteen, and she's uh, probably at the next stage of needing a little bit more help. She's very independent and may need a little bit more help. And Patty and her family are working on getting all that that she needs, and um, so it's it's have have some prayers for Patty and her mom as they go through a new, you know, a new phase. But her mom is fine, and that's for those of us who know Patty, we're happy about that. And you may know, you may know her mom. I haven't met her mom, but I've heard about her. So let's sit. Find that relaxed posture. We're relaxed, but you're awake. Your eyes can be closed, or you may need to just leave them open, uh, gazing downward. They might just be half open, half closed. It's sometimes good to cut out our visual distraction. Just gives us one less distraction to deal with. Our senses are awake and open. Our other senses, our five other senses. But we can let go of our thoughts. That means we don't quit thinking. But we can just let our thoughts rise up. And if we aren't feeding them with attention, they'll eventually dissipate. They'll go away for a while. They may keep coming up. They may keep wanting your attention. 
but just allow them to carry on their own creation without getting involved and feeding them with more attention, more thoughts, more directions to go in. When you see yourself doing that, just keep coming back to your breath. We're still hearing, we're still smelling, we're still feeling contact. We can feel the clothes we have on, where we're sitting, maybe a cushion we're on or a chair we're on. feel if your mouth feels dry or if you taste toothpaste or something you just drank, a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. We're not closed off to the world, but we're able to be aware of those sensations and more and more not having to react to everything, just being okay with it the way it is. We can still come back and focus on our breath. Feel your breath going down, reaching your belly. I just want to keep you from holding your breath in your upper chest. If you have any anxiety, that's what will happen. We'll just breathe at the top of our chest and it's not healthy. So as you're aware of your body breathing, be aware of it getting down and actually moving your belly out on the inhale and contracting a bit on the exhale. In our practice, we usually focus on the sensations that we experience as we notice our breath, we focus on the area around our nostrils, just above our upper lip. But it's perfectly okay to also feel your breath in your belly. Just pick one or the other spot when you sit. Don't move back and forth between the two.
You can breathe in, give it a number. Breathing in one, breathing out one. Breathing in two, breathing out two. Breathing in three, breathing out three. And just count up to five. And if that helps you, stay focused on your breath and start over again with one. Each inhale and then the exhale will count as one. And do it at your own pace with your own breath. Just count the breaths, don't control the breath. Just allow everything else to drop away. Just be in this moment. Let go of the past and let go of the future but be fully present in this moment. Let this be the simplest part of your day. Breathing in, breathing out. Be aware of your breath.
be aware of this beautiful life. And it's beautiful because this human life is where we can do so much. And we have the consciousness that allows us to understand more. To learn more, to be able to develop wisdom. While we're still sitting in meditation, let me read. Let's and recite this if you can, if you know it. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. So I just want to add, remember, if you're not a Buddhist, this is still a beautiful, a beautiful expression of the heart of compassion. And at the end, it says, uh, "May I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain nibbana." Nibbana means just total liberation, total release, and all spiritual paths have that. Uh, it, we might call it heaven, we might call it liberation. It's so. I think it's just a wonderful, uh, wonderful prayer, wonderful blessings. The things that we can, that we want to be. These are these are the intentions we're putting out there. And think of it for yourself too, because that's that's where we begin. We begin with ourselves caring enough about ourselves to feel this way towards ourself and then and then as we become stronger and more compa- more compa- compassionate our natural our natural growth is to expand it out to others but begin with yourself so take care of yourself find joy in your day and uh, if you've got somebody around you can hug and it's okay to hug them, then hug someone. And that's kind of doing a virtual hug for those of us who aren't hugging these days. And and just have a wonderful day. And I'm not sure if I'll, I think I will not be doing a meditation tomorrow morning if Upal Gamaj is going to be uh, speaking. He's uh, going to do a a virtual talk and uh, I've met him before, and I've heard his teaching when I was at Nilambe, the uh, retreat center that he runs in Sri Lanka. And he's such a gentle, wonderful man, and his teaching is very powerful. So uh, hopefully that will, that's that been canceled once, but it's back on for tomorrow at 10 a.m. I think it's 10 a.m. 
And that's usually when I do a meditation. So I think for tomorrow, I, I don't want to crowd. I know I'm on Facebook and that's uh, done through Zoom, but uh, I don't want to create any kind of confusion for people. So I'll be, I'll here, I'll be here again on Sunday. So thank you so much for being with me and hope your day is beautiful. And if you can keep sitting right now, keep sitting, okay? Bye-bye.